Um, all right, are we ready? Yes, Kaylin. Oh, yeah. What is happening? Um, oh, Derek, great question. Another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co What is happening? Uh, that's that's Dara Whitman, uh, you hear, who is uh, going through some kind of crises. So Dara is going through some kind of crises because we are talking about Gravity Falls, and we have just touched upon ep- Season 2, Episode 11, Not What He Seems, and Season 2, Episode 12, A Tale of Two Stands. Spoiler! I was wrong. Uh, if you are familiar with these episodes... You will know that a lot of stuff just went down. I wasn't surprised that I was wrong. I right. assumed I probably was. Right. I still have questions. Uh-huh. What is happening? A lot. Also, this was I was surprised it's like this was revealed in like the I guess I guess I thought this was gonna be revealed around like episode eighteen and then the okay. last like like few episodes were gonna be whatever the kerfuffle was. Right. Right. Yeah, so well, let's let's break this down. We're gonna break down not what he seems first. Uh, it's only appropriate because we get us a hell of a reveal there. All right, let's get started. There's a lot to unpack here. So this episode opens up with uh, Stan. He is working on the machine that's in the Mystery Shack basement. Mm-hmm. So he is working with some toxic chemicals. You know, he says that you know it's really dangerous, but he doesn't care how dangerous it is because he's he's got stuff to do and he has some kind of timer that he's mm-hmm. working on that he has to to sync up. The thing about this, whatever machine he's working on, the closer it gets um, to zero, there are these kind of uh, gravity anomalies. So gravity just kind of stops working for a while. So you go up because the gravity's gone, and then you fall. Then the gravity falls. falls. I don't think that's good, but whatever. (laughs) Probably not a good thing. But the next day we we, uh, wake up to Mabel and Dipper who uncover some also full of fireworks. <laughs> so uh, Stan says they can't set them off without him. So they, they have like a fun day where they're just like setting off fireworks. Uh, they're cleaning up the mess with water balloons. Mm-hmm. They have like popsicles and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a nice fun day, the end. And this is, and this is yeah, this is kind of like a moment where, where they're just having a good time. They're being a family and they're just fun. The end? Um, and the end, until the SWAT team comes in. <laughs> Government comes in, you know, and and arrests Stan. We got a whole like SWAT sequence here where we mm-hmm. have people like flying through the windows. They secure the pig. Um, <laughs> we have secured a pig. What did Waddles do? <laughs> Waddles committed war crimes. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm not quite sure what Waddles has done, but mm-hmm. you know, if Stan isn't what he seems, maybe Waddles isn't either. But we see the the reappearance of Agent Powers and Agent Trigger, mm-hmm. who are those two government agents who kind of showed up in the first episode of this season, and they are working for the government, and they know that something's strange in Gravity Falls that they are looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they arrest Stan on the grounds that he has stolen uh, toxic chemicals the previous night, mm-hmm. and they think it's him, so they want to um, interrogate him. Mm-hmm. So, and then they want to take uh, Dipper Mabel away and they want to take him to child services. Why? Which is boring. Because, well, <laughs> I mean, if they've been staying with a criminal, they probably should go somewhere. But they you know. par- send them to the parents. Yeah, it's probably like a temporary thing until they can get a hold of their yeah, parents. I would think. Dipper and Mabel want to 
they they find a way to escape the the agent by insulting mainly Dan's love of several times to the point where he runs them off the road. Um, so mainly Dan is willing to kill children over his love of boy bands. He does. He has anger issues. He does have anger issues. Mm-hmm. Now I understand what uh, Wendy was saying the other episode when she was like, "I know I act chill, but I'm super stressed most of the time." Have you met my family? <laughs> Yeah, again, Which her, is fair. her dad's crazy, her mom's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and she has three younger crazy brothers. They're like. also bears. Yeah, temporarily. Temporarily. Um, so they try to interrogate uh, Stan, but Stan insists on his one phone call. Mm-hmm. So Stan uses his phone call to uh, connect with Seuss, who walkie-talkie in his car, and he tells Seuss to guard the vending machine with his life. And Seuss, uh, he'd heard he's been arrested, so he was going out to have some um, uh, panic food, which is like, you know, mood. Fair. Panic food sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, Dibble, Mabel. Dibble, uh, Mabel. Dibble, 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 And Mabel return to the mystery shack because their goal is to, um, they want to find proof that Stan is innocent because they want to believe that he's innocent and he didn't steal the things that um, he was told. I honestly told thought he didn't. Like he didn't do it. Yeah. Well, I, like I thought, because I thought he was like in the underneath the, in the basement the whole time. Right. Right. And so it'd be hard to find an alibi that way. Yeah. And and Sandy's adamant. He's like, you know, out of all the things I've done, this is one time I didn't do something illegal. So he's trying to convince the kids. Spoiler alert. But, um. But as they're going, oh, like running away from the agent, he says, you know, you don't know anything about your uncle. You know, he's he he's been lying. He has, you know, fake identities. You know, yeah, he's di- not what he seems. And Dipper's like, he has been, he has lied. Yeah, right. You know, they're not, they sure, Stan lies, but but to the degree that they're being told is a lot for, for Dipper to handle. Your tablecloth comes from the Food Network? Does it? There's a Food Network tag on uh, It's from, like, Kohl's. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just noticed that. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, so, Gravity Falls. So, yeah, this is more important. So, but they do, they are able to sneak back into the mystery shack um, using grappling hook. Grappling hook. Grappling hook. That's not used as much as it should be. But it's used at key moments, That though. is true. So it's used, it's, it's there when we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what matters. So they are able to sneak into Stan's office where they want to find the security footage that they can prove Stan's innocence with. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stan has a lot of things in his office, but they, they do find the tape and they put it in and they run through. And at first it looks like, yeah, he was in the shack the whole time, mm-hmm. but then he leaves and they fast forward. Yeah. Um, and then Stan is comes back with the toxic chemicals. Well, first it's somebody in a hazmat suit. And they're like, well, it could be anyone. And then he stubs his foot. Um, and then he's like, says something. And then he's like, wait, I can swear. He says hot Belgian waffles. Oh. And then I uh, sweet, I can swear, swear for real. real. Son of a. <laughs> I, I love that. I lost it when I first heard uh, that because I think it's so I think it's so good because you when you're watching a kids show like people obviously don't swear swear mm-hmm. but the idea that all the characters around are just not swearing because there's kids around is so good. <laughs> well, the Belgian Wolves and kind of feels like what they swear in the Good Place. Yeah, but I never actually watched a Good Place, but like Good Place is very good. I gotta watch. I think you should it, watch isn't it. Isn't it almost done? So the first three seasons are on Netflix. The fourth season is about to start. Yeah, so I might just wait till. I know my mom was watching. My mom was like, I, my mom watches a little bit, so like I've seen it. But I love Kristen Bell, so I will probably watch it. Oh uh, yeah, you. I think you would enjoy it then. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a good show. So this is this is a lot. Uh, you know, 
Mabel, she's not taking this kind of news well that, that Stan has been like lying. They also uncover a box full of, um, has fake IDs, fake passports. There's a newspaper clipping that says Stan Pines is dead. Uh-huh. That he was, you know, foul play was suspected in a car accident. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they're seeing all this thing and then there's another news article that seems like there's an unnamed grifter at large. And so they're starting to think that maybe Stan isn't Stan at all. Was that paper not from Gravity Falls? The one that said, like, grifter? I don't think it was from Gravity Falls. Okay, because I was wondering, like, if it says grifter, when they know, like that? Okay. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay. Um, But, so... so then, we're all thinking Stan, like, I was thinking either Stan faked his death. Uh-huh. And I saw that, I'm like, did Stan kill somebody? But then I'm like, wait, wouldn't the par- wouldn't Dipper and Mabel's parents recognize right. that That's that what's was weird. not their uncle? So clearly they know the guy. Right. Because obviously, like, I guess, what was it, like, their, their uh, like, his, his uh, uh, one of his siblings, like, mm-hmm. was still in connection with him throughout his life, I guess, and then... Yeah, it was, well, Stan, uh, we kind of find out later, he, he kind of, uh, you know, went off the grid for, for a long time. So now when he reappeared, I guess people didn't really think much of it, okay. um, his family. So we'll both, you know. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. We'll, we'll get there. So, you know, this is, they. so they're rippling around and they are, you know, it's, you can tell this is taking its toll on them because, you know, the idea that Stan may not be Stan is a lot to deal with. Yeah. But so they also find a paper and it has kind of a code on it and Dipper tries to decipher it um, before Mabel realizes she's seen that type of code before and it is the vending machine. So, yes. who's the vending machine? Mm-hmm. So, and then meanwhile, uh, Stan is, he's being interrogated um, and he's about to be moved to a helicopter that's going to take him to Washington. But as that's happening, a gravity anomaly occurs and mm-hmm. he's able to escape by being a badass. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he, he's a badass and he gets out and he, and he is able to mislead them and have them thinking that he went some other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's able to, to start going back to the, the shack. Mm-hmm. So because they think Stan is going a whole other direction, mm-hmm. a lot of the agents that are around the mystery shack are, are pull out and they go somewhere else. Um, which leaves the twins open to uh, go to the vending machine, but Seuss gets in there, and his instructions are to guard it with his life. Um, and then hopefully Stan will adopt him. And then he gets, he wants to be adopted by Stan and become Stan Jr. And it's just like, Seuss. The only pure heart left. He's so... He's, Maybe not pure because of considering everything he saw. Yeah, but it's okay. He's, okay. Uh, but... Dipper and Mabel now suddenly, you know, not really trusting of Stan or they want to know what's in there, um, trying to fight Seuss to get through it. Yeah. So they're able to um, open the vending machine. Door opens. They go down yeah. to the basement. I noticed that on the way down to the basement, you can see a handprint that has six fingers on it. Um, so they, they go down and they kind of see this, what the basement is. There's a lot of stuff in there, a lot of machinery, a lot of this. And Dipper notices that the other two journals are down there yeah and that's like kind of a big trigger for him because you know he's like you know like what why does stan have the journals um seuss is like well maybe he wrote them and then but dipper thinks something you know far more nefarious happened so wait question yeah so you technically so like combining the pictures in the journal doesn't like trigger anything it's just like it has the code in it to trigger the thing right it's like a it's like a map kind of also, it's like it lays out the map of how to is that part of the map it. in your journal i think so yeah i'm about to say you don't have it down there do you? i don't have it down here no it's up in my room 
Um, but yes. So, and there is, um, and if you use the black light, so Dipper does open the thing so he can see the portal that's in front of him. Mm -hmm. um, he's able to see it and he takes hit the black light and there's a message in there that says, you know, the, this was supposed to be used for knowledge, but now I realize it's too powerful. If this gets in the wrong hands, it could destroy the entire universe, basically. So they fit, they decide that, okay, this is serious. Like, they can't let this go on because now the machine is up, up and running. And now they probably think Sam's like a bad guy trying to, like, destroy the world, right? Right. Now, they don't know what he's doing it for, but they know that something bad is about to happen and they need to stop it because the clock, the countdown clock is only has a couple minutes left. So they have to, you know, use that time they have to... Um, you know, turn this thing off. Mm -hmm. So they are going and they're turning it off. And right before there's an override button that Dipper's about to hit, right before he does, Stan comes in and says, you cannot press that button. You can't do that at all costs. And he, and he begs them to believe him that he's telling the truth with this. But the thing is that there's so much information going around that they don't know what to that's, believe. That's accurate. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. So what D Dipper... Dipper is, like, angry here. Dipper is not as trusting as Stan. Dipper is somebody who wants to, um, who follows kind of the information he has. Mm -hmm. He doesn't follow the gut feelings as much. So his, you know, what he knows is that the journal says, turn this thing off. So he's going to turn this thing off and Stan cannot be trusted. Um, but before he can, there's another gravity anomaly mm -hmm. and they all kind of fly up. Yeah. You know what's funny? I thought that, like, he was, like, in order to trust him, Stan was going to call Dipper by his first, by, like, his first name. Oh, yeah. 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 Is that, is that revealed from the show? Not on the show, no. Okay. Which is interesting, because everybody was, like, scouring the pet last couple episodes, being like, is the name somewhere here? But it gets revealed in, like, a, in a different, outside of the, outside of the show. Oh, this so, you're not going to tell me until later? Nope. Okay. So, like, as everybody's kind of floating around, they're trying to, some of them are trying to turn off the thing, and they're fighting Stan. Seuss, kind of, even though... Um, he wants nothing more than Stan to adopt him, prevents Stan from, from stopping the machine from being turned off because his new mission is to protect these kids. Because Seuss is a good heart, and at the end of the day, he, he knows that, you know, he believes the children are yeah. the future. Let them live, let them lead the way. But he, he does care. Before the final countdown? Oh, yeah, they have the countdown clock, and he's like, it's the final countdown. That's what those songs were always telling me about. Do -do -do -do. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. So uh, Mabel is able to um, get to the the stand with the button on it, mm -hmm. and she goes to press it. And you know, Stan makes a plea that I need you to believe me uh, when I was trying to tell you something earlier. Um, it was that you might not be hearing great things about me, but you know, I do everything for a reason. Yada yada. And Mabel has only a couple seconds to make the decision of whether she wants to turn off this thing. Having a rough day. Mabel's been having a rough day. Like she, Mabel wants to see the best. The, the great character trait about Mabel is that she wants to see the best in everybody. Mm -hmm. um, she wants to believe that but she wants everybody to be intentions. happy, even though she shouldn't meddle in people's unhappiness. Right, right. And she just like her best trait is that she just wants she wants people to be happy and she wants to believe everybody. Where that you know goes wrong sometimes. See, she that's uses why that to like meddle. if we have the duo of Dipper and Mabel, I think I'm more of the Mabel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm. I'm a. I'm more different, definitely. <laughs> no, definitely. But um, so Mabel has to make that decision. Uh, Dipper, but she says, Uncle Stan, I trust you. And then just lets go and just is able, just kind of floats away, mm -hmm. which is just such a great shot. This, this whole episode is filled with just like some really, it's very carefully done. Yeah. Um, a lot of really well constructed 
um, shots and just a lot of heart and a lot of uh, talent put into this episode. Yeah. But we can touch upon that in a second. And Dipper calls her crazy for doing that. Uh, the countdown completes and there's a giant flash of light. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets blown back. Um, and then they gravity die. Returns. Yeah, everybody dies. That was fun. I wonder what we're going to do with these next few episodes now. <laughs> Ooh, awkward. No, but but gravity has returned to normal mm-hmm. and everything is in as a mess. But the portal is still on. And from out of the portal, we see a um, mysterious figure come out. He sees the journal mm-hmm. um, and he puts his hand on it. And we see that this person has six fingers. Oh. And then, you know, and they ask, who is this person? And uh, Stan reveals that this is the author of the journal and it is his brother. Da-na-na-na. And we see that he opens the face and it, it looks a lot like Stan. Because twins run in the family. Yep. Yep. And then um, in the end credits, we see... That's the, um, like, I guess it's, like, with them swinging. It's the, it's, yeah, it's them on the, the swing side. It's a very chill credit scene compared to the episode. Yeah. Um, so that was not what he seems, Dara. Let's talk about it. Question. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to ask all of them. Yeah. Because we have the next episode, and I, have, and I feel like those questions will fit better into those. Okay. So the only question I have for this... Mm-hmm. Is besides, you know, what? Yeah. Is okay, so if uh, the brother built that bunk, built the thing in the basement, who built the other bunker? Probably the same person. So the other, are we gonna build other names? Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, we're gonna talk about the next one. So, we're gonna refer to Stan as Stan and his brother is Ford. Okay. So, we're gonna, yeah, Ford is Ford. So, Ford built the other bunker then as like an apocalypse? Yeah. Why did he build an apocalypse bunker then? Uh, because it was concerned about his machine. We well, we kind of see as well, he gets he gets kind of like later on. He gets super paranoid. I think that was in his paranoid phase. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So what do you think of this reveal, Dara? What do you like? Well, I was wrong. <laughs> but like you, you don't realize how close you are. Close though, I don't think you realize how close. How was you I close? Because you well, you're. I think you're focusing on that. You thought um, Bill Cipher was involved, but you have this idea though that you know somebody who who kind of who knew Stan worked with Stan and that whatever Stan was doing was to be able to get somebody back. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, okay, so then maybe I can ask this question. How is Bill Cipher involved? Um, well, probably. Does Bill- that come up later? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause that was also confusing. I'm like, so the Bill Cipher is not involved. So then who is he? Right. Yeah. So I'm assuming now he's just like a deity God type thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's more, more of that, but yeah. So like you, you were like you were so I, you don't realize how close you're getting. I guess getting. I just like wasn't thinking of siblings. Yeah, you you had like one. If you had one kind of little piece of the puzzle, I think you could put the the rest of the thing together. So this that was really exciting. So you had like this kind of idea of you know Stan is trying to do this thing that he thinks is good, but it's questionable. I mean, he's opening this portal that he shouldn't really be opening, but he is trying to get somebody back. Mm. He's trying to get a loved one back. So, you know, I think you, you had some good ideas. You just had, it was just that one, well, I, the sibling I thought, piece. I thought like it was kind of like someone to bring somebody back, mm-hmm. but then I'm also like, is it going to cause something that he like to the world that he thinks is good? Right. But then it puts Dipper and Mabel in danger. And then he's kind of like, okay, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's so, see. What was your reaction when you felt like, was that a theory you had when you were? Um, this was a very popular theory in the fandom. Okay. So I was, in, I was kind of in the fandom when this came out during the initial run of Gravity Falls, but there are a lot of hints 
in the earlier series that if you really dissect the earlier episodes, you would be able to to figure it out. So this was actually a very popular theory. Do you okay. want me to run through some of these yes. in previous episodes? I like this is interesting. Uh, I kind of made a face when we watched Headhunters, but Headhunters um, instead mourns the death of his wax doppelganger. May have been alluding to the disappearance of his brother. He was also initially shocked when he first saw the wax figure. So um, that's the thing. And he, he makes a big deal and has a funeral for it. So that, that's more speculation of fans being like, maybe it's because, you know, he didn't oh, have I that thought for his brother. Oh, I thought it was because he was so self-centered. He also that too. But that's now, what my head went But to. now we can wa- kind of look at it in a different light. So um, here's a big one. And this is, this is the episode where I struggled so hard to point this out. Uh, not to point this out. And I didn't know how to talk about it. Uh, so Time Traveler's Pig. Uh-huh. Do you remember when they're they're going back? Mm-hmm. They're kind of jumping through time. Mm-hmm. And one part, it's the mystery shack, and we see a young Stan open the door. Mm-hmm. That's Ford. Is it? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, because I... No, how, how do you know? How, like, I mean, it's they the look- glasses. They have different glasses. No, but Stan actually wasn't wearing glasses for a point, though. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't wearing them in the eighties, but in in that, but when you saw that door open, he was wearing it, glasses. It, it was that, and it was it was it wasn't Stan's glasses. Stan has more square no, glasses. No, but, but like Ford I guess has in the next episode, he didn't. He look like he didn't start wearing glasses until like later on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, so that if you guys go back and watch uh, Time Traveler's Pig, I have a really hard time talking about that because I because I'm afraid I'm going to reveal. You something. You could have just said it was Stan, and I would have believed I you. I kind I kind of did. So uh, let's see. Oh, um, here's here's a detail that comes up in a few episodes. Uh, Stan's car, and we see next episode he's had that car for a really long time. Oh, the, the um, red one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the what the license plate says? Hmm. Stanley Mobile. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so it's funny i said stanley mobile in one of the reviews and somebody somebody commented and that, said, oh, they is said that a spoiler, that spoiler. <laughs> I, it was. oh it's so good though um so yeah so and it's funny because when that first came out that was so that was a big thing because when it first came out we're like the name stanford wasn't used until later on in the first season but mm-hmm. and so and then it was an early episode where it said Stanley Mobile. So people were like, is this just an issue of, like, con- continuity as far as not knowing what Stan's, like, full name is? Apparently. But as it, when it was used a couple times, people were like, oh, I think Stan isn't Stan Ford. Um, so there's a thing. So in, let's see. Oh, in Dreamscapers, there's a couple things. So when they first enter Stan's mind, one of the things that they pass on the way to walk to the Mystery Shack is a dilapidated swing set. Uh-huh. And then, you know, when, when Stan's kind of talking about how he learned to defend himself growing up, mm-hmm. when you see him uh, as a kid boxing, there's a kid in the back with his book, with his um, head in a book, mm-hmm. and he can't see his hands because he has um, boxing gloves on, but his hair is Ford's. Oh. So people, so people, like, were constantly, like, circling that, like, this is somebody. Let's see... I'm just thinking how much fun you're going to have editing this episode. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and like get all these screenshots. Carpet Diem is, I told you to look out for this. So that's the episode where they find that secret room in the shack. Mm-hmm. Um, when they first walk in, there are, there's a pair of glasses on the, um, oh, on one the of the tables. Oh, the room had been open since. Yeah. So wait, he was doing all the experiments then. So, well, that room, so in the next episode, there's a, you see, um, Ford in like in that room and you see the carpet 
you actually see oh. that that car. So that's that was his room. Oh, that was like his bedroom. So you see his carpet in there. But the oh. glasses there, Stan. There's like a moment where Stan takes the glasses and he kind of tucks them away. So oh, I remember that. Them. And then he he has a moment where he's on the couch later. He's like looking at him. So just kind of like staring at them. Because oh. um, you know he was reminiscing mm-hmm. or feeling away. So. Um, yeah, so, oh, I will be taking screenshots of this all and, and putting it in the oh, episode. Oh, you're going to have so way too much fun with this. I am having so much fun with this. And I'm sure there's more. That, that's about all of them are, that are listed here. Plus, not all the ones I even said are listed here. But as somebody who I was big fan of the show, and I was a firm supporter of this theory, and I didn't come up with it myself, but people who were actually like, I mean, like, hey, look at this. And mm-hmm. like, this doesn't match with this. And does this mean something? Or is this a coincidence? So there was a big theory that um, it was Stan's brother. twin was the author of the journals did we know did we know he had a twin though no it wasn't said ever that okay. he had a brother so well we knew he had a brother right because of dipper and mabel yeah so we, we, we kind of figured he had a, a brother. brother um it turns out he had two brothers and one was a twin i have one more question but i don't know if i can bring it up in this i don't know if i should bring it up in this episode the next episode is that like a major issue I'm yeah i'm kind of curious um it's about, it's about the journal that's why i'm not sure Let's bring it up next episode. Okay. We'll, we'll break it up a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. So, I um, I love this episode. <laughs> this episode, even when just watching it again, I knew what was happening. I'm like, oh, the mystery of it. And I, I You know, was... it's funny. I was going to make a joke because, like, when um, Ford, like, comes out of the portal, he kind of looks up the way Han Solo is dressed up and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I was going to, like, say Jedi, but I'm like, no, it's not a Jedi look. <laughs> right. Because Solo was not a Jedi. So, um, then where was he? Because uh, he obviously... We'll get to, we'll get to it. I think that's the next episode thing. I okay. All right, so let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of. My brain up. hurts. Um, I'm gonna look at the trivia and other continuity things here because now I can start a lot of this continuity stuff. I I couldn't say before because a lot of this, a lot of spoilers in this show. Oh yeah. Um, were about the the author of the journal and the identity of the author of the journal. But now I can say a little bit. Of course, I won't, can't say everything because obviously we still have the back half of the season. Yeah. So like, there's other things to happen. But this was like, this was the one I have been tiptoeing around the whole time, really hoping that you didn't find out because it's so... Oh, this plot? Uh, yeah, this specific okay. thing. Um, so, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of continue reading here. Let's see. God, what are the comments in this episode going to be like? The title of the episode is an allusion to the cryptogram at the end of the opening sequence, which states Stan is not what he seems. Oh, in the theme song? In the opening, yeah. There's a cryptogram towards the end where it says Stan is not what he seems. Oh, oh, in the beginning of the episode. I think it meant in the theme song. It says in the opening sequence. There's a hidden cryptogram. Okay. Forget where. Okay. But, um, but yeah. Oh, huh? Old man, McGucket's raccoon wife is likely the raccoon that McGucket mentioned he kissed accidentally in his weird personal story in Land Before's line. <laughs> That's fair. The author's note about being betrayed about the pursuit of knowledge most likely alludes to the cryptogram in Gideon Rises, which says, The portal when completed will open a gateway to infinite new worlds and herald a new era in my- mankind's understanding of the universe. Plus, it will probably get girls to start talking to me finally. Bye, gold, bye. Bye, gold, bye. <laughs> the free pizza poster in from Headhunters is seen on Agent's record of Stan. That's funny. One of his crimes was not giving them free pizza. Um, That's fair. The theme song is once again shortened due to a longer episode length. The whisper at the end is also different. It says not what he seems. Also fair. Not what he seems. Yeah, this is this episode is like a 
big deal as far as the promotion for but it. But I think so. it kind of proves that, like, Stan's not evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of a dick. Oh, yeah. No. But we already knew that. We already knew that. Absolutely. <laughs> the newspaper article headline Stan Pines Dead reads, The flaming wreckage of a wrecked car was found in a ditch four miles away from Highway 618 at 6 a.m. Monday morning. The cut breaks and odd location of the car suggests that this was no accident. Says a rookie cop, mighty suspicious, mighty suspicious. In other news, leg warmers are all the rage this week, and we predict this style will go on forever. Well, and it was the 80s. <laughs> Alex Hirsch considers this episode the best in the series. It is one of the best in the series. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's one, I don't know what's my fave, but there's, I think there's a difference. Alex Hirsch confirmed the identity of the author had been planned since this show was initially pitched to Disney. Um, yeah, I believe him. Like, someone tells me, considering, like, how short this show is, mm-hmm. like, that everything was planned out. Like, maybe some tweaks were made, but, like, I kind of believe him. Yeah. kind of believe him. I do believe him. All right. What are the, the cryptograms in this episode? Um, Stan is not what he seems. Let's see. In the cold open, a page in Journal 1 on the topic of floating clips has a symbol cipher um, that decodes to read. My compass goes haywire the closer I get to them. Does this mean what I think it does? The answer may be underground. The license plate on the government vehicle all read uh, have the same code, which translates to government. 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 Uh G-U-V-A-M-E-N-T. The end credit cipher reads uh, the original Mystery Twins. Oh, the keyword to that is Stanley Mobile. And then the slate at the end says 30 years and now he's back. The mystery in the mystery shack. Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Um, but the next, the next episode is also a lot. The next episode is also a lot. This was back to back. There's a lot of information. Yeah. Um, so we should take a break. Uh-huh. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a tale of two stands. I just realized something. Yeah. Okay, so you know the picture on the tail of two stands on Hulu? Yeah. That wasn't in the episode, was it? I'm like really nervous for you to see the title of this episode because I'm like, I hope you don't think anything from this. I thought just like there was going to be a Stan clone. Like, a, yeah, like a clone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What um, happened? <laughs> what happened? All right. We should probably talk about this. All right. And we're back to talk about Gravity Falls Season 2, Episode 12, A Tale of Two Stands. What is happening? A lot. So much is happening right now. It's it's so much is occurring. Um, whew. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. So we're coming off last episode yes. where we have one of the biggest reveals of the series, which is who the author of the journal is. And we realize it is Stan's twin brother. Yes. And he kind of sounds like Tenzin. He sounds, he sounds like Tenzin from Legend of Korra. Weird. Also J. Jonah Jameson. Also that guy from that other movie. Also, uh, he sounds like uh, Oscar Academy Award winner, um, you know, J.K. Simmons. I love J.K. Simmons. I do too. He's so good. Uh, Although the weird thing, I think the first thing I ever saw him in was he was uh, the dad in Juno. <laughs> oh yeah. That was a good movie. Ah, uh, good times. Good times. Oh, he's such a cool dude. Um, So what do you think of this episode, Darren, before I start? I, this kind of felt a bit more emotional than the last one. Right. But like. Last one was very like kind of drama, but like in an action-y way. This is very like drama in a, just an emotional but, way. But like so much was happening. Yeah. 
We we learn a lot of information. And I already know that because I think I might think that's why I already know the thumbnail thumbnail is me going like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh man. So good. So let's let's start off with a, a synopsis here. Um, so we kind of open the episode. We actually don't open back uh, where we ended the last time. We have start with like kind of a flashback. Uh, we see the these two small boys. They're running around in, in an abandoned cave. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the one. I like the part where where Stan is like, "You have brains. I have that other thing. Uh, punching. Punching. Boom. And they punch the way inside of this little cave." Uh, they write their name on the wall to show that they were there. So we see it you know what? Stanley and Stanford Pines. You know, I just, I'm mad at myself right now. Because I didn't pick up on it mm. with that. Yeah. But I should have. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? What? Like their names. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't pick up on it then. No, you didn't. It took you a second for... Yeah, I just wasn't t- thinking. It took until they actually said it. Well, you didn't notice the, you know, the, the Stanley Mobile part. Or else you would have gotten it. I don't pay attention to license plates. <laughs> Um, when we, we, we come back, we see that, you know, Stan is very happy to see his brother. I mean, it's been like 30 long years, so he wants to see him. So he, you know, he gives him a hug and the author responds by punching, punching him. To be fair. Mm-hmm. So uh, we kind of realize why later. There, there's a few reasons to punch Stan. But, you know, Stan is kind of hoping to be thanked for, you know, bringing his brother back. Um, to, be, to be also fair. And his, his brother is like, hell no, I'm not thanking you. Because, you know, it was a huge risk to reactivate that um, portal. Mm-hmm. You know, so Mabel is like, what the heck is going on here? Which is like, fair. Fair. And so Stan uh, introduces the kids as the uh, grandchildren of their other brother. What was his name? Shermie. Why all S's? Why not? Eh. Mine's up. So, uh, yeah, for he's 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 like, whoa! I have nieces and nephews. That's cool. They're their other grunkle. Yeah, <laughs> their other grunkle. Yeah, and then so this is kind of where we we realize uh, we learn that um, Stan isn't his name isn't Stanford. Yeah, his name is Stan Lee. Um, and then the other the, one's this a, brother who just arrived. He's the actual Stanford. He's Pines. the real Stanford Pines, um, and he prefers to go by Ford. So they want to kind of know the story about why, I mean, they're, they're kind of being kind of frosty to each other. Like why, you know, why did one steal the other's name? Like why did this one disappear? So we got to find out. Why did look it back. write the journals? Yeah, exactly. So we got to look back and figure out what this whole story what is about. What is happening? What the heck is going on here? So the uh, twins were born in the town of Glass Shard Beach, New Jersey during the 1960s. Where he's like, it was 1960. Were they born in the 60s? They must have not have been. I'd say probably like the 50s. More like the 50s. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... Excuse me, you have to fix... Excuse me, you have to fix your article. Um, So it's like 1950s-ish. Well, they were kids, so it's like they're probably... This probably takes place in the, like, 60s and like a little bit in the 70s. No, no, because... We're we're getting... Math gets kind of weird on here. Okay, so how old were they in the 80s? Um, Like, Like late 20s, early 30s? Yeah. Okay. So, so they were like late This could probably 50s. be early. You could probably say early 60s. Early 60s. Yeah. Late 50s, early 60s okay. when they were born. Um, we're, I have a math problem that I've had an issues with for uh, years now. So we're going to discuss that at the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> and it's totally irrelevant. But um, anyway, besides that, so they, they, they're Jersey folk. 
they're from. And Jersey. everybody is sounding all like they from Joycey or whatever. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if that. Would, I don't know if this really sounds like Joycey or from or Brooklyn or whatever. Whatever the hell's. It de- it depends. It depends where. In I can't really do neither. It's it's all right. It's okay. Um, I still love you. So I. Uh, <laughs> They, so they kind of come from an interesting family. Their parents own a pawn shop, and they have a very um, a father who's not easily impressed, and a mother who is a pathological liar. That's fair. And also doubles as a phone psychic, which is like same thing. That's um, also fair. But so it's it's amazing these boys turned out <laughs> half decent. Did <laughs> half decent? Um, it seems like Sherman. Shermy. Shermy? He seems fine. He, pro- he probably turned out he fine. Probably, I, mean, I mean, he clearly got married, had a kid, yeah. raised that kid well enough to get married, and then have kids who weren't stable people. Right, right. Well, they're 12. It's fine. They're 12. It's fine. Um, but so, but these two siblings, they, um, you know, they, they love each other. So these twins. Uh, they're as close as... One, one is incredibly smart and gifted. The and other yeah. has personality and uh, can punch and can punch so and ford uh he was also born with six fingers on each hand yes which doesn't actually mean anything he just has six fingers he just you know just has what do you call the six finger like uh, polydactyl i think is that what the finger is called Uh, like you know like thumb pointer finger middle finger ring finger pinky yeah like what would the six finger be other finger I can't. I'm like moving my ring finger to like initiate that I have a six finger, which I don't. Yeah, I don't actually know what it's. Um, hmm. I think it has a. I'm not sure if it has a name. Of weird finger. Yeah, it's just a polydactyly. Okay. Is the name of the the condition? It's like rare, right? Or is it like? Uh, do I have a? No, I don't have a statistic That's readily fine. available to me. Okay. So yeah, so one is very smart, has six fingers. The other can hit things. Yeah. Yay. But even though they're complete opposites, they, they get along really well. So they, they kind of explore the, the beach. And one day they come across a cave that has a broken ship in it. And, you know, they they kind of fantasize about having a ship and then going around the the, the world with it. So uh-huh. they, they kind of rescue this ship and they name it the Stana War. And, you know, one day they want to go off in search of hidden treasure. Yay. But then life happens. But then life happens. So as they grow older, Ford continues to be the intelligent one. He does great in school. Um, he's very studious. And Stan, you know, Stanley is just, uh, he's a total troublemaker. He doesn't, he hasn't made much of himself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, Ford wins a lot of awards. Uh, Stan gets in a lot of trouble. So um, kind of one day they uh, call them both to the office and they Which tell, is weird because they only wanted to talk to one of them. Yeah, they probably just want to keep the one out of trouble. It's like you stay here, pay attention to you. Um, and they, so the the parents are there, and they say that Ford is um, has an opportunity to go to his kind of dream college, which is called West Coast Tech, which is basically like Stan. Uh, it's a yeah tech school. Yeah, or like a science school. Yeah, it's a it's a cool science school, um, and they have people coming to see his science project. And if they like it, he's basically in. So, um, and they say that this is a great opportunity and he's going to make a lot of money. And his parents are like, hell yeah, love it. Even their father, who is not easily impressed, is very impressed with, with all the work that um, Stanford has done. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Stanley 
they they say that you know he's never going to make anything of himself he will probably barely make it out of high school Mm -hmm. um and you should be happy that you'll have one at least one son who lives in new jersey forever and you know stan doesn't take too kindly to that he's kind of upset and you know he still wants to he tries to to kind of get forward to you know ditch those plans and do that thing they said they're gonna do when they were kids which is get on a boat and um you know sail the world Mm -hmm. but you know uh ford really wants to he's he's really dedicated to studies he wants to go to his dream school he's really looking forward to that so um stan is kind of roughhousing kind of that night and ends up accidentally uh, messing up uh ford's science project wasn't it like like a motor thing yeah i think the the motor like shorts out or something it's like a perpetual motion device and um so that, but he ends up breaking it. And so then. But he the, didn't technically do it on purpose. He, you know, he, he was kind of messing around and he didn't mean to. Like mm-hmm. as much, as angry as he was that his brother was leaving, he didn't want to. But he just kind of, um, Stan kind of has a history of, even though he doesn't try to do bad things, ends up doing bad things. So that's kind of like his whole life story is that he just kind of ends up getting himself in trouble with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of sad, actually. Yes. It's really sad. sad. So the next day when the uh, college folks come around, they, the machine isn't working, so they kind of deny him access to the school. Um, Ford is really broken up about it. It forces him to go to his uh, backup, uh, backup s'more university. That didn't make any sense, though. Like, he clearly has, like, good grades and like that. He could have gotten to another good school. Right. It's such a weird, yeah. He could have gotten into Stanford. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think West Coast Tech is supposed to be Stanford, but they couldn't call it Stanford because there's already a character He could have gone to Harvard or yeah. Princeton. He could have literally, like. He literally could have gone to MIT. Um, yeah, like, literally from what they say, he could have gone anywhere he wanted. That, that was. That's the only part when I first watched this where I was like, this seems a little really cartoony. Like, the show is good with not being, like, overly, like, kiddish. But that was, like, a weird kiddish thing where I was like, oh, okay, it's weird. Anyway, but, like, it's it's for the sake of the narrative. Okay. But there, once, you know, at the scene, there is kind of the, the snacks that Stan usually has. So uh, Ford is able to guess that it was him. Um, and he says that, you know, Stan ruined his chances of getting to his dream school. Which, like, um, that makes, like, I'm, like, that's my thing. Like, he could have still gone to a good school, but still been pissed that he didn't get into his dream school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that, that this is, causes a real rift between the two, the two brothers because oh. Ford really isn't able to forgive um, Stan. And once his parents find out, they kick Stan out of the house, basically tell him, don't come back until you start earning some money. Mm-hmm. So that really inspires um, Stan to kind of, like, have this, you know, we kind of see the beginnings of his desire to, to make money, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that's in a previous episode, it just seems like Stan will do anything to get rich It was like quick. Mr. Krabs. Yeah. And so now we kind of see that there's a reason for that. And it's because, um, you know, he's he's really just wants to be able to get accepted back home, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, yeah. So Stan, Stan leaves. He is disowned by his family um, and he goes on to to try to make something of himself doesn't really do a good job of it mm-hmm. um, he gets kicked out of joyzy yeah he he keeps kind of he has these kind of uh schemes these get rich quick schemes that end up being they're all scams oh it's like the scam wow the no the 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 sham uh the sham total which is like a sham wow except it's a total sham um and that's how he ends up getting kicked out of jersey and he tries another thing, gets kicked out of Pennsylvania. So Stan gets kicked out of a lot of different states. He he. Does he get kicked out of other countries too, right? Uh, yeah, he uh, he went to prison in three different countries. 
one of them we have seen in Dreamscapers. We had a brief well, flashback one... in uh, Columbia. Columbia. He spent time in a Colombian prison. So this is where, as he's changing states, he's changing his name. Um, so people can't find out that, you know, he's a, he's a big scammer. Yeah. So he, he's making a reputation for himself and not a good one. Yes. Um, but he, he does it because he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get rich. He's trying to make something of himself, but doesn't go about it in the right way. And to be fair, I mean, his parents had a pawn shop and his mom was a pathological liar. That's so fair. like he wasn't really on the path to greatness to no. begin with. It's amazing that Ford ended up where he did. Meanwhile. Um, so <laughs> that's funny. That literally the next line of this paragraph is meanwhile. Um, so Ford, he gets accepted into backup S'more University, which is a backup college. We kind of talked a little bit about that. Doesn't make um, sense, but whatever. It doesn't. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm like, oh, this is. It's, it's a little silly and not in like a fun way. It's okay. He, you know, even though he's not at his first choice, he still studies super hard. He finishes his PhD three years ahead of time. So technically he's a doctor, Dr. Stanford Pines. Right. He's Dr. Pines. So, but, but he throws himself into his research and, you know, despite the fact that he didn't get into his dream school, he still gets grants. He still does this. And he, what he wants to do is he wants to study anomalies mm-hmm. um, because he is an anomaly. Uh, cause he, you know, cause he has six fingers. I just got this weird, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just got a weird allegory in my head. Oh, share with the class. <laughs> Is this technically like some kind of like the book of Genesis allegory? Huh. Think about it. You have to explain that to me. I know the book of Genesis, but, but. Like the beginning. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know if who's I who's who in this scenario. I don't think I can explain it until the end, but okay. Well, hold that thought, okay, because I want to hear this, okay. I haven't put it together in my head yet. It's not like great, but it's like there. I'm curious. Um, so you know, for we we see it earlier, he has he's really interested in like things that are abnormal. He really likes sci-fi. He mm-hmm. likes interesting stuff because you know, and everybody kind of guesses it's because he kind of sees himself in it because you know he grew up being made fun of because he was kind of like a six-fingered freak. Yeah. Um, and he sees he finds some kind of solidarity in that, and he wants to go on and study that. Yeah. Um, so he does a lot of research and, and tries to find where most of the weird anomalies happen, and they all are centered around this small lumber town in roadkill county oregon called gravity falls he you know he packs up and moves there in the uh, mid 70s yep so he he moves there um he builds a house and he recruits you know he he spends his time recording all his research writing them just writing them in journals so. <laughs> and different to a point where different like freaks out He's like ah he has a girl's, was, that was great. Uh, which like, is, yeah. The second the journals are mentioned. He just squeals. Squeeze. But like, fair though. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Dipper really didn't do much in this episode. I mean, nope. I mean, neither of them did, but like. Yeah, this this was a story about Stan and Ford. Again, if somebody can find a clip of Jason Ritter do, recording that, I want it. <laughs> so Stan Ford, like, upon doing all this research, I mean, he writes, like, almost three whole journals of all of this stuff, believes that all these anomalies are coming from an alternate dimension, another dimension that is kind of feeding um, its weirdness into Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. So he wants to build a portal um, to be able to see into these and eventually go into these different dimensions. So to get there, he recruits um, the help of a very bright college friend. Named William Franklin Cipher. N- uh, no, not really. Not- William, no, not I William know. Franklin, but I know. Uh, Fiddleford H. McGucket, who is, uh, <laughs> um, who is really funny because he's 
He said he's working in a failing business in personal computers in Palo Alto, which is, uh, that's how Apple got started. So he could have, he could have been Steve Jobs, but instead I'd, he went insane. I mean, um, wasn't Steve Jobs kind of crazy? He was eccentric. So debatable. So, um, Debat- but, I was going to say he was a Steve Wozniak to Steve Jobs. <laughs> so yeah, the, he recruits McGucket, young guy, um, to help him with you know this all this portal nonsense. So he says like, yeah, sure. So they they begin to to work together. Uh-huh. Um, so but when they they first kind of open this portal, um, something goes wrong and McGucket gets sucked in for a moment before getting sucked back out. And he kind of he comes back and and he is like wide eyed and something is terribly wrong. And he goes like um, he starts talking backwards. He speaks in backwards, uh, which I will look at the notes on that okay. later. And then he gives this warning that says, "When gravity falls and Earth becomes sky, fear the beast with just one eye." Um, Wait a minute! <laughs> what is happening? That's a good question. I'm not gonna find out till the end, aren't I? Absolutely. This is if, if you're, yeah. You're like, like what when do we gravity know? falls and Earth becomes sky. Yeah. Like, so they like does it flip? We'll find out. Um, so because you asked me like, what are we gonna focus the last half of the series on? Here's here's an idea for you. Um, Along, but it means more build safer. Yes. Exactly, which is fun. Um, so me, ma, uh, McGucket, he has seen too much, and he says that this is too dangerous. You're uh-huh. dealing with matters that you have no control over. You need to stop this immediately. But Ford says, this is all my life's work. No way, I'm stopping now. And McGucket quits the project. He says, I would rather... Um, he decides he would like to forget what he had seen, uh, and then we proceed. But he, he realizes that's goes. not the right thing to do and doesn't forget anything and lives a... Life creating computers. Yes. Um, no, he, he creates a sight of the blind eye and goes mad. Um, I'm only a McGucket. Oh, McGucket. McGucket. Oh, McGucket. <laughs> McGucket didn't deserve this. McGucket he did not deserve this. Ah, uh, oh, that totally reminds me of something I forgot to mention last episode. Um, so we'll, we'll cover that at the end. Okay. So as Ford keeps working on this project, he starts to kind of go a little mad himself. He's not going crazy per se, but he's definitely kind of a little too involved in this. And he starts, the more he goes, the, the more he knows, um, he gets more paranoid and, you know, just a little, just a little sketchy. So he needs, um, so he decides that he has to, uh, he can't, he can't trust anyone, but he tries to find the person he, he trusts the most. And so he finally sends word to Stan, uh-huh. who is, and hold up in a motel somewhere trying to run away from people he owes money to. Yeah. But Stan is happy to hear from his brother. He hasn't heard from his brother. Gets a really obvious looking postcard. Yeah. That postcard looked really bad. <laughs> it's okay. Um, like literally just like a screenshot from the... From the opening. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, it is what it is. You know, but Stan, Stan isn't doing well. I mean, he has been kicked out of so many states at this mm-hmm. point. He's really letting himself go. He is not in a good place in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's pretty happy to, to hear from his brother and go visit him in Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. But Ford really just wants him there to say like, hey, I've been working on this stuff. I've written everything down in this journal. Um, I need you to, I've already hidden the other two journals. So he, so Ford is the one who hid the journals. Yes. So that's kind of the reveal we get here. I still have a Um, question. I have a question about this. Yeah, sure. How did the Gleefuls get the second journal? Um, that's a good question. 
Do we find out? I don't know. I forget. Um, I mean, I could assume one of them blanking. found it like one day. I think that's what happened. Okay. So Ford wants to be able so nobody can use the portal. So that's why he wants to split this information. He split the information about the portal in the three journals and he wants Stan to, he's like, here, take this. You know how we said we wanted to go on that boat? And, you know, Stan's like really excited because he's thinking maybe after all these years, it's been 10 years, 10 whole years, and maybe his brother wants to finally spend time uh, with him. But uh, Ford basically says, take this, go as far away as you can. Bye. <laughs> So where's he going to go? Like, what is he, what is his plan? I think he's just going to stay in Gravity Falls, I guess, or, and take care of, of what's there. To make um, sure nobody gets it? Yeah. He, Why doesn't he just destroy it? it? Destroy it then. I, I think he seems like he, he's too prideful of his work to destroy it because Stan take, like wants to, takes um, a lighter to it and wants to light it on fire yeah. to get rid of it. He's like, if you want it bad, like gone so bad, just destroy it and, and, um, you know, th- but that's Stanford's life's work. Yeah. So he, he can't bring himself to necessarily destroy it. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, Stan is pissed that his brother called him back after all these years just to give him something and send him on his way. You know, one thing leads to another and they, they start fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Stan wants to destroy the journal and Ford is like, oh, hell no. Um, so they, they fight and one of the, um, in that fight, uh, Stan gets knocked up against um, the portal, the cons, the console mm-hmm. for the portal, um, where we see that kind of sigil on it, um, and he gets burned by the sigil, and that is his tattoo. Um, so, so is when, it a burn or is it a tattoo? It's a burn. Well, why does it kind of? I guess like they didn't, it looked like a tattoo thing. Though. I think it's just the way it heals. It's hard to show that with kind of that. I guess I kind of see he might have tattooed over it, like and that's why he that like too. a big tattoo on his back, and he kind of just like tat, like he covered it up with a tattoo. Yeah, but well, it's um, it's just it's that same spot, same size, and everything. But we only see the one spot, so I assumed it was its whole back. No, yeah, no, it's all, it's just okay. that it's just there. So and so when Stan says it's, and we see you know that one Gibbers uh, died to the unexplained thing that he says he doesn't have a tattoo. He's not wrong because it's not really a tattoo. It's there. It's uh, it's a burn. Yeah, it's basically a brand. So so that's how we we kind of uncover that mystery of like that one thing that we didn't really realize that we didn't know was that mm-hmm. where where that came from. Um, so Ford seems to you know he tries to apologize, but Sam gets mad and you know in their fight, the portal turns on and Ford gets uh, sucked into the portal and sent off to another dimension. Mm-hmm. So so Stan is Kane and then they fight. He fights his brother Abel and then he uh, kind of dies and then they have a nor- nor- normal brother Seth. Oh. I'm yeah. saying it wasn't great. I'm saying I thought about it. For I get it. I, I it get it. It's like it like 25% works. I understand. Cool. It makes sense. Yay. Yeah. T- tale of two brothers. So yeah, but so Stan is, he, he didn't mean to do that. Like as much, no. as angry as he was with his brother, he didn't mean for that to happen. And he tries his hardest to, to reopen the portal, to find a way to get his brother out. Um, but he can't. No. He only has one of the journals, so he can't actually see the whole map of how things are supposed to look. He mm-hmm. doesn't have the resources, doesn't have the material. So now he's stuck in Gravity Falls with, you know, he wants to find his brother, but but he doesn't have the means to. Yeah. So he decides to kind of, he, he stays at the shack because he really doesn't have anywhere else to go. He goes into town and he tries to buy something, but he has no money. And people around town assume that he is the guy who has been living in the shack for, you know, all of these years. Mm-hmm. And they say... uh you know, they think it's interesting and they want kind of a tour of it. Mm-hmm. And Stan realizes that he can use this to make money. As much as he wants his brother back, he needs to find a way to pay the mortgage. He needs mm-hmm. to find a way to, to get by. So he transforms the weird thing in the shack 
to to the mystery shack. Well, first, uh-huh. well, people he gets people to come in, um, and all it's just weird science stuff all around. But he realizes if he can make things over the top and silly, people like that way more than they like any of the real stuff. That's true. Which is what we we also kind of discovered that in the episode um, Boss Mabel. Yeah, remember that. So this is you know a that same revelation is what Stan had when he first uh, kind of opened up the shack to the mm-hmm. public. So and in that we see a lot of the we see a lot of younger uh, residents of. Uh, Gravity Falls from like 30 years ago. We see Lazy Susan before she was Lazy Susan and after she was Lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see we see a really tiny uh, Tyler, cute biker. He's where he's on like a little bicycle. Yeah. So cute. Uh, we see the guy that, who has all of the tattoos without pre-tattoos. There's the free pizza guy who's like a little kid. It's great. You know, it's it's fun to see. In the flashbacks, I love seeing the young um, yeah, yeah. Gravity Falls residents. So, and that's how Stan becomes Stan. Yeah. He he kind of transforms the the shack into first he calls it the murder hut then calls it the mystery shack, um, and he adopts the they ask him his name and he adopts Stan um, Stanford Stanford he decides that Stanley is dead he fakes his own death uh, he gets rid of that identity because there's you know too much bad stuff associated with it and he becomes uh, Stanford so and so which means that his family doesn't know that Ford you know got lost in a portal they think that Stanley is dead. And they Do think, they? I thought they wouldn't have read the because that was a paper in Oregon. So how would they? No, but I mean, they still have family. He still has family. I mean, he still has his other but brother. So his family never went to like his like his brother never went to visit. Um. Well, I think if it's been so many years, you might not be able to tell. Also, like they established like the the Shermie. Yeah. Was like a baby when Stan left. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But I mean, but I mean, the the family was still enough in touch where they sent the kids to them for the summer so i feel like they don't know the whole story they wouldn't have been like oh yeah grandpa stanford <laughs> but he's not actually stanford yeah so. but that makes sense because like since the little brother was a baby he probably didn't remember Stan- like stanley right. at all right because they both had left before so he wouldn't have recognized them but like they, but like stanford never went and visit for never went and visited his family again he was super wrapped up in his work that's fair okay um so yeah okay but so that wouldn't make sense like the other brother probably like didn't actually remember because like they're very distinctive voices as well mm-hmm. so i'm like you couldn't tell the voices right and so like yeah because they, they were away from the family enough where like it was probably hard to notice okay um which is interesting but yeah and so that's the so that's how you know mystery shop becomes mystery shack that's how stan lee became stanford and that's how, you know, the family got situated in Gravity Falls. So, uh, you know, now that the whole story has come to light, mm-hmm. uh, Dipper apologizes to Stan, um, you know, for not believing him. And Stan says it's okay, you know, he wouldn't expect him to believe him either. Mm-hmm. But, they, you know, there's still government agents there, so they have to find a way to get rid of them. Dipper actually is still in his backpack, still has the... Um, memory thing. The memory eraser. Um from the the blind eye society uh-huh. so uh and ford is familiar with this so obviously he he kind of saw the beginnings of the the society and didn't go like hey buddy that's a bad idea <laughs> he was hey, busy hey my good friend fiddleford maybe that was a shitty idea he was busy yeah he, he was busy and doesn't seem to have like regard for other people <laughs> so in conclusion <laughs> stanley pines and stanford pines are both kind of dicks they're definitely both dicks in their own way um whoo so, but they are able to use that. Um, Ford amplifies the the signal of the memory eraser to erase all of the um, 
like the government agents' memories and basically make them think, um, just kind of forget why they're there and kind of about the mystery of of Gravity Falls. And he then he poses as one of their superiors to tell them, like, hey, this this case isn't what you think it is. Uh Um, It's nothing. I'm going to take care of this. Just give all your information you have on it to me. Um, so he can get rid of it and then kind of take the, you know, the suspicion off them for forever. Yeah. But, you know, the twins obviously still have a lot of questions, especially Dipper, for Ford. But Stan kind of whisked them away, saying that, you know, whatever. So then we see, I really like this moment where Stan and Ford are standing in the mirror and you see them side by side. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, for the first time in, in 30 years that they've seen each other. Um, and they're talking. And um, Ford says that... He'll let Stan stay in the house as long as the, the kids are there. Um, but as soon as the summer is over, he's taking back his shack and he wants Stan to get out of there. But what about Zeus? What about Zeus? <laughs> Zeus just <laughs> Zeus just like lets himself go. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to excuse myself. But he does call Wendy. He does call Wendy and talks to her for like 14 hours. Um, <laughs> but uh, and Mabel kind of sees this and she is concerned... Um, and that maybe one day Dipper and her might might not be as close as they are now and it might suffer some kind of fallout that um, Stan and Ford did. Uh-huh. Um, so Dipper says, it, you know, that won't happen. Um, but you can tell she is still really nervous about it. Um, and then the post-credits is Seuss <laughs> talking to Wendy yeah. at 3 a.m. <laughs> I'll say this to Mabel. You're getting into your teenage years, so you probably will hate each other for a bit. But y'all aren't as much different as the... Uh, that's, uh, uh, Stanley and Stanford were. So mm-hmm. I think you'll be okay in the end. Right. In the end, you'll be okay. It's it's going to be okay, we promise. So yeah, so that was that episode. What do you think, Dara? What is happening? What? <laughs> so now we, we've gone through all is of that. Is there going to be an episode where uh, Ford and Dipper kind of bond? I feel like they would bond. They would definitely bond. Because Dipper still has all of his questions. Yep. And he will get them answered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so that, that episode was a lot, it was, yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of heart. It, it kind of hurts just to see like these two siblings who were so close drift apart. And then, and Ford is definitely like, it's when he, when he's younger, he, you, you know, he is, he's not as cold as he is when he's an adult, but when he, when he comes to back, he seems fair. like he doesn't really, not that he doesn't care about other people, but he has lots to do before he is, he hasn't, he needs to open his himself up. To be fair, he's, to kind, love. he's kind of a dick. He's, you know, yeah. He's a little bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, what well, kind of wonder? Because like obviously, like he didn't know. Like he had like great. He had a great a grand niece and nephew. Yeah. Or like, or even like a or like a nephew or anything or like yeah. anything like that. So I'm kind of wondering, like, is 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 like because I feel like Dipper's gonna want to like basically follow him around like a puppy. Right. So yeah. I feel wonder if it's gonna be a thing of like he's gonna bond with like Dip- I think like that's gonna be a thing. Hmm. Of, like, they're going to bond, and he's going to, like, maybe realize, like, maybe I should have had a life besides everything. Right. Right. All right. Oh, can I can I bring up my math thing here? Sure. Uh, this has been bothering me since this episode first premiered. Um, so it's been years. Uh, here's the thing. So um, Stan and Ford. Yeah. Twins. Yeah. Born late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and... So in 1982, they said it's been about 10 years since they've seen each other, and we can assume that meant... 1972. Uh, 19, yeah. So, well, they, we can assume that meant that, uh, and that was when uh, Stan was kicked out of the house. Mm-hmm. So, and that was the end of high school. So that would leave them about 17 years old at that point, which puts them about, well, like 18. So let's put them about 28 
30 years ago, which makes them 58 now. Um, Shermie, their brother, is was like a baby mm-hmm. when they were 18. So he's probably, what, like 17 years younger? So let's do the math on this. So that means in 2012, Shermie would be how old? So you get like 58 minus 17. 41. <laughs> that doesn't work. Be 41. No. <laughs> so we would be, what, 41? Which, But he's Dipper Mabel's grandfather. So let's, so which means, hold on, 12 minus 12. So which means he was 29 <laughs> when they were born. Listen. Which means he was 29 when they were born? There's probably a lot of teenage pregnancies. <laughs> okay, so, like, that's, not, that's... Okay, that's very believable to me, though, yeah. because, like, given just, like, their their background and how they were raised, they probably... Like, I thought you were saying, like, how did, like, the mom have, like, a baby and, it, like, like two pregnancies with no, them, like... No, that's... I mean, that's... I mean, you could argue, like, they had the twins and they were younger and then yeah. had the other baby. That part I'm not worried about. The part is that... Uh, Dipper and Mabel's grandfather yeah. was like 30 when they were born. Okay, so now I mean he probably would have had to have uh, they're, they're related to the father, right? Yeah. So he would have had to have his dad when he was like 15? Yeah. And then his son would have had to have Dipper Mabel when he was 15. Yeah. And he, can, okay, if, it, if, it could have happened. Yeah, well it could have. It could have. But it's weird math. Yeah. Do you understand why this has been bothering me for years? Yeah. Um, I want people to comment on this because, like, I am genuinely, like, am I missing something here? Like, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how I laid that out makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I feel like I'm missing something because this couldn't add up right um, unless Shermie's actually a lot older and that was, you know, their Another dad. Another baby? And that, yeah, that baby was, like, their dad for some reason. Um, so like No, that, but then the dad would have been really old when he had... Uh, no, he still would have. No, he would have been. No, because if the kids are twelve, still would have been. Still would have been thirty. If, no, 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 their dad. If so, if that that baby we saw in there was if it, the baby we saw there was Shermie, I Shermie. Oh yeah, would have been. Yeah, twenty nine when they were born. Yeah, but if it was maybe their dad, still twenty nine. So uh, okay, but like so, but I think it's supposed to be the younger brother. But like guys. Guys, can you please explain this to me? Please explain it to her. Like, am I missing something here? I'm going to go back and read this wiki, make sure I didn't miss anything. But, like, math. Hold on. Where's the page on Shermie? I got to make sure. Make sure. Does it say older or younger brother? It doesn't say. (laughs) It's just a mysterious baby. It could have been their grandfather. could have been their father. It's weird. But that doesn't make sense either. It would have made sense if it was their father. Father, but then they would have had, had an older brother. But, but who we don't see. And then see. why were the parents watching? Well, I mean, they could have just, like... They could have just been babysitting. But, like... But then we never see, like, an older brother at all. Yeah, exactly. Do you understand why this is bothering me? Yeah. <laughs> this has been bothering me Listen, for years. Listen, if somebody knows Alex Hirsch, please get him in contact with Kaylin so, like, he can explain it or even be like, I'm not good at math. If, it, if it's acknowledged that nobody's good at math, that is fine. It's it's fine, but like I'm so confused by it. So like anyway, that was my thing. That was my thing that I was I was a little um, upset Either about. Either there's like a fair amount of teenage pregnancy, which is like could happen. It could happen, like, it, and it happens. That that's that's fine. But like also very rare to hear in like a kid show. So like 
what's up? Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that to the attention of everybody here. Um, well, they had a... Okay, do the trivia stuff. I'm thinking, like, they had a baby. Like, if his brother was older, he would have had to be... I don't know, he would have to be, like, fairly older than the brother, but, like, he would have probably been, like... They wasn't there. He might have been, like, significantly older. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were babysitting the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something that's I can maybe. think of that maybe, like... That would make sense. And, and I'd also, be like, okay, like with their that. brother is really not in the story. Right. So they don't need to mention him. And they, they don't mention it either. Like, because I looked all through, didn't say like older or younger. Maybe the brother, because it's either, like, the brother's significantly older and, like, wasn't really involved in their lives because of the age, like... Yeah. It seems like the, that brother was not involved because of the age difference. Right. So. Which is fine, but it's all, like... But it was, it's still weird. And it doesn't come up later at all? Um, nope. Okay, so. So I've been weird about this for years. So here's a thing that I forgot to mention, but now that we got through Not What He Seems and A Tale of Two Stands, I think I can. So, um, and I should have mentioned this in A Society of the Blind Eye. So sorry, guys, if you commented on that, um, saying like, Kaylin, you should talk about that. Mm-hmm. But so years ago long before season two was even a thing this screenshot made its way around the internet and so it looked like a leaked screenshot of uh mcguckett writing the journals uh-huh um so <laughs> and the thing about that um was that people were like oh my god it's a leaked screenshot from a later episode obviously this means mcguckett wrote the journals uh here's the thing it was a faked screenshot made not by a fan, by Alex Hirsch himself, and then leaked by him to the internet. It was so goddamn That's good. such a good troll. It's what a good troll. So I just wanted to uh, tangentially uh, touch on that because, like, if you mentioned it before, like, I, I know, guys. Um, so, like, let's, I got some big ass. We're running so late. That's okay. How long have we been going? This it's isn't eight, bad. It's 830. Okay. That's okay. I mean, luckily, tomorrow's Sunday, so I can just. Yeah. Sleep. Let's see. Oh, I like here it says Tyler got his catchphrase, get him, from his mother. <laughs> like how when he's like, get him, get him. The stand has been banned from at least 32 states in the USA. I have a list of them here, but I won't read. Um, uh, serious continuity. Uh, Blendon was here is written on a board at Glass Shard Beach. Okay. That's my other question. So what does the time traveling have to do with any of this? It's just a th- um, not a big, not a big thing. Just happens. Fine. Um, but if you notice, so I forgot to say this too, in uh, Blendon's game, the episode, you know, when he uh, was invisible and then it was trying to get his thing back, the um, there's a couple different backgrounds in there that he saw. One of them was of that, that beach. So it's just, it's really funny. So the year 20 schmabbledy 12 has nothing to do with this. <laughs> the episode is 30 minutes long and had no commercial breaks during its debut. For reruns, runtime oh. is 36 minutes, including commercial breaks. Oh. I don't think I realized that. Oh. It was so long. Oh, I'm not sure if you noticed in the opening, you know, when all the photos are coming on top of each other, like at the very end. Yeah. Um, one of the photos has changed. The one that was a pterodactyl is now a picture of Ford with the journal. Oh. So um, I, not- I noticed that. I was like, oh, they changed it. One of Stan's failed products was called What a Racket. Alex Hirsch has said that uh, Bobby Renzabi once sold a product with that same name. Bobby Renzabi is the owl trowel guy. Owl trowel. The hole in the boards uh, is shaped like a triangle. Ooh. This episode was viewed by 2.3 million viewers on Disney XD, a new record for the network. Oh. When Stan is trying to fix the portal in the flashbacks, he has the books Theoretical Physics Made Stupid and Code Breaking in the Lab. Oh, oh I love this one. You know um, how they had the picture of their house growing up? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
one of the the shops to the left was called uh, Hot Belgian Waffles, which is one of the swears that Stan says. <laughs> Hot Belgian Waffles. And the one on the other side is Knuckle called Sandwich. Knuckles Sandwiches. Yeah. That's a good name for a sandwich shop. Knuckles Sandwiches. Uh, cryptograms. Um, after young Fiddleford stuck his head through the portal, he says, oh, yeah. Um, says one of the things he says is uh, Bill Cipher Triangle. So, let's see. So Bill Cipher is the cause of all the seven gravity falls happening. He has a role to play in it. Uh-huh. The ending cryptogram is uh, a stubborn, tough New Jersey native. Philbrick wasn't too creative. Having twins was not his plan, so he just shrugged and named both Stan. <laughs> and Philbrick is the name of their dad, obviously. Philbrick? Philbrick. Philbrick Pines. Philbrick Pines. Okay. I was thinking like his last name was Brick. I'm no, like, that his, doesn't work. No, no uh, Philbrick. Philbrick Pines. I, I love that one. Uh, he just shrugged and named both Stan. So the code, um, another code at the end is, uh, says, back up some more university. You tried. That's there. Okay. That's their uh, thing. Yep. And I think I read that. I read that one before. That was on the previous episode. All right. So I think, oh my goodness. So uh, anything else about this, this episode? That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, these two episodes are a lot, but you have to watch them both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You just you just have to watch both of them. It's uh they're they're great. I love them. Um not what he seems, like I said, I think the way that one is structured, it's really well done. Probably the best animated one mm-hmm. um of the series, just like artistically. There's there's a lot of shots that, that have a lot of meaning to them. Um and they're just really neat looking. Like I'm just looking at some of these screenshots and they they're awesome. Like, dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot, lot of love was put into these two episodes and A Tale of Two Stands as well. Um, so, yeah. I'm just, like, I'm geeking, man. Like, these are the episodes that I was excited to get to when we first started the series. <laughs> like, so this has got them feels going on. Um, so thank you for joining me on this journey. You're welcome. And we still, we still have more left, um, which is extra cool. Yeah. So let's see... All right. So yeah, anything else before we move on to a comment corner? No, we're good. Oh, man. And I, I feel think. like I feel like we're going to stop this, and I'm going to think of like 20 million more things to say about this episode. Fine. <laughs> These two episodes. I just I love them, guys. I just love this. Sh- I like, love I love Gravity I'm Falls. I'm assuming the comments for these two episodes are just going to be like, "Hooray!" I am so excited for, and like, for having, these comments and like seeing my face. It's certainly a face. Um, you got what you wanted. All right. Uh, we're going to read the comments uh, on Golf War. Okay. So, um, Wes Jenkins says, Peacocks are extremely effective watchdogs, territorial, vicious, and loud. I don't like them. I'm not sure if I've heard of Peacock before. I've seen them. They're creepy, and I don't like them. Uh, I like this one from Zom, who says, The more of these reactions I see, the more I wish I could meet y'all. You guys seem so cool. Aw. Somebody thank thinks you. we're cool. Oh, well, oh. well, there's a first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> um, but thank you. So I hope I hope we seem like the kind of people that you know people you all want to hang out. Or with maybe we know chill. there's a camera in front of us and we're just lying. Um, but yeah. So who like, knows? Yeah. Um, it's all an act. We actually hate each other. <laughs> That's why we do this for free. <laughs> <laughs> 
You mean we're not getting paid? Yeah. Like, why are we still hanging out with each other? We're not getting paid. Dara, we've known each other for like six years now. I think it's time we call it quits because we ain't getting paid for this. (laughs) We Um, haven't been doing this for six years. No, we didn't. We've been doing this for like almost three years. Yeah. Can you believe that? Guys, Patreon, let us do this for more years. I can't believe that we've been doing this for, oh, man. Hazam says, love all the movie references in this video. Also says, most voice actors don't come in for scenes. They record at home and send it to the studio. Is that true? I think that's true. Maybe if it's like one line. Depends, yeah. And Shorn Force is back. It says, uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is fun. Uh, they it used is to fun. have a lot of Easter eggs around the hotel from episodes of the show. Huh. Oh. Um, Patton Oswalt is always a joy to hear. True. true. Uh, next episode is probably my favorite single regular episode of the series. Can't wait. That was a uh, sock opera. Yeah. Sock opera is a lot of, I, was, I really love fun. sock opera. Um, uh, rest in peace, big Henry, big Henry. He, yeah. <laughs> Elsa says, Hey, I wonder if those guys control the balls. No. I'm sing a song about it. James Wilson says, big Henry died in vain. He did. Poor big Henry. He didn't deserve it. I think there's one comment on there that I funny. There's like a comment thread. Oh, yeah. Um, there's this one from Ivy Inkwell, who is, uh, I'm a little upset you guys edited out this show, a lot of stars tonight, except we didn't. Uh, Tom Preston 6 points out someone didn't watch the entire video because we had that. At the end. At the very end. And they reply, like, I missed the end. I always skip the credits. Don't skip the credits. We have fun stuff in there. I understand why you skip the credits. Also, was there, there was a spoiler in that oh yes and i think will gave us another poem um that i can read now oh okay um so i uh, so thank you for another poem i love your poems they're great this one says the men in crimson fried his brain to cover the secrets he had obtained his mind was left all smooth and sodden while the knowledge lies in the hall of the forgotten oh so that's another great uh blind eye reference thank you Great poem. I, I, you guys are the best. I love you guys. <laughs> Not to be weird, but I love you guys. Um, anyway, so, but yeah, I'm, I hope you guys, some of you guys can join us when we finish up the series and we have, um, a live stream. Yeah. So like, just start thinking about join that Join us then. Join us for other shows. Yeah. Remember, apparently we're cool. <laughs> My mom thinks I'm cool. So like I said, you come for the Gravity Falls because you like that show, but you stay for my shrill voice and her weird faces. <laughs> that should be our tagline um yeah oh man okay so should we um i guess it's time to wrap this up yeah we've been going on for a long time yeah it's been a long day guys yeah we covered some hell we covered a hell lot yes Uh, we did and this is the last of we're recording right now um so you know if you if you think we're cool if you think we're swell um i don't think cool kids say swell <laughs> if you think we're cool, if you think we're swell, you can hang out with us or you can go to hell. Um, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel and you can see more of me wearing flannel. You do wear a lot of flannel. I do wear a lot of flannel. It's a brand. I wear flannel, but I think you wear it more than me. I No, I have like, I'm like a flannel person. Anyway, that was my little rhyme. I hope you appreciated that, Ivy. Um, so, But if you like us, if you like our channel, uh, like and comment. We can see we read those comments on the show. We try to read uh, what we can. We don't always read them all at once. So, you know, hang on. 
or maybe we forgot you. So sorry. Um, but you can subscribe. So, you know, when we post the next episode, we try to do it consistently, but like life happens sometimes. So deal with it. Yeah. Um, but you can also, if you want to listen to our reviews, you can take us on the go. You can go to iTunes Mm -hmm. or wherever you get your podcast and download us. Uh, you can leave us a rating or a review. Uh, and we would love to see it. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at Witty Clothes. Tweet at us, and we'll if we like your tweets, we'll read them on the show. Because uh, that would be swell. You can follow us. We, um, you know, we do what we can. And we're also on Facebook. We are Witty Clothes Productions on there. Follow us to get the up- latest updates of what we're up to. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so you can always email us as well. We are wittyclothes at gmail.com. And you can send some money our way by visiting us on Patreon. We are Witty Clothes on there. And I think I covered everything I had to. Yes. Okay, perfect. So join us next time as we continue. Uh, we, we're we not quite in the home stretch yet, but I feel like we are, we are getting there soon. So we're going to be talking about Gravity Falls, Season 2, Episode 13, Dungeons, Dungeons, and More Dungeons, and Episode 14, The Stanchurian Candidate. Oh. <laughs> I'm Kaylin Clothier. I'm Dara Whitman. Peace. <laughs>